How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monet Exchange. And my name is Bob the Drag Queen, and this is Sibling Advice. Now, listen, we Girl. all know that we are not doctors. Not even a little bit. We're not therapists. We are not mm-hmm. um, psychologists. We don't know much about algebra. Psychiatrists. If you need advice, please go to your doctor, your rabbi, your priest, your shaman, your teacher, your psych, your therapist. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Yes, everything we're saying is is for use in this podcast only. Do not take this as sound advice to take into the world to 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 remedy your issues. If you have, do not take any of this seriously. This is for entertainment purposes only, and we don't want anyone to uh, feel like we are diagnosing them that we give them a, a, a prognosis of on life. So with that in line, let's get into some advisory. Any the house down, sick of. I want to see her. I am. I, I have a shave of my head, so I need to wear a baseball cap. And I asked Jacob to go grab me a, a hat. Mm-hmm. Look at this motherfucker. Ooh, loads. You know, when the straight people see stuff like this, Lucky do you think loads. Should, Do you think that, do you think, oh, I was thinking like dirty loads. No, it is that kind of load. Girl, if Jacob, Jacob, I said, Jacob, where'd you get this hat? He goes, I had it custom made. So like when straight people see this stuff, do you think they get it? Or do you think only like queer people or gay men, honestly, specifically, are like, you know? I think that loads is pretty queer coded. Um, is it? I uh, to be honest, I don't be talking to straight people, so girl, I don't fucking know. Do they say drop a load? <laughs> drop a. I have. I have no clue. I have no. I have no like, way of knowing. Like you agree, dick. Like black people say dick, and white people say cock, right? Um. I think in my experience yeah. that sounds that sounds pretty true. I, I don't I don't know a lot of black people that say cock. Right. And I was saying this to Andy. He but was I like, do know white really? people that say dick. But I do like, know white yeah. people that say dick though. Well, this is true. This is true. But I think it's just I think it's just a lot of 
African-American vernacular just gets used by people all the time. Like, I, there was I this, don't know there that was this, dick really... is specifically black vernacular. I think cock is white I vernacular. I think it is. I think dick is black vernacular. I really do it. I really do think so. I, I, is, I, I um, do not know the etymology this really... behind this word, but I, I would be shocked if the word pretty sure. dick... Based on what is that based on though? Of my research in in high school. Okay, I mean, <sighs> sure. I, I will say this: I, I did, I, I did, I did the legwork. I, I researched a lot of dick. I do believe that a lot of white people say cock, and most black folks don't say that. But I think that pretty much, I think a lot of people say dick. Like, hey, yo, bitch, suck my fucking dick, bitch. Like, you can see some Italian guy be like, suck my fucking dick, you bitch. Yeah, but I think it's from I think it's from it's from it's from black vernacular. Uh, wait, really? On, on the topic of vernacular, I'm gonna read something and you see if you can guess what this what drag queen on Twitter said this tweet. Okay. Okay. This is one. I've been planning something in in honor of Janet Jackson's birthday. I'm so excited for you to see what I consider to be a dream project of mine: VTF content of, on our Patreon before going main stage on Glad tomorrow. That's peppermint. Yes, you know your sister. Yeah, peppermint, peppermint is obsessed with Janet Jackson. Peppermint, yeah, she loves Janet Jackson. Uh, I also, I also retweeted that. So, <laughs> okay, here's another one. Okay, my Uber is taking me the literal opposite direction of DragCon, and when I said something, he said, "Enjoy my car." Am I being kidnapped or no? Uh, my Uber is taking me the literal direct opposite. Is this? Uh, it's not. I don't, do I know this person very well? You do know this person uh, very well. I mean, I don't know very well, but you definitely know this person. I don't know Kim. I think, I think, I think, I think the tell is in the last. It's in the end of the thing when it says, "This is where this is the tell for me." Am I am I being kidnapped or no? I don't think I know who is it. I have no clue. Got Mick. That's that's very her cadence oh. of speech. She's like, "Okay, am I am I like am I like da 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 or no?" Like she says that he uh, she says that a lot. Miss Got Mick. Uh, I, I guess I'm not super familiar with uh, with that uh, particular pattern of speech from her. Okay, last one, last one. Okay. Did, <laughs> did a dude push me to the ground in the club for no reason? Yes. Did I have lesbians remove my shoes so I could run outside after him and punch him in the head? Also, yes. <laughs> is that Morgan McMichaels? No. Who is that? East Coast. I'm going to do one more time. East Coast. Uh, Read it again. Uh, did a dude punch me? To, did a dude push me to the ground in the club for no reason? Yes. Did I have lesbians remove my shoes so I could run outside after him and punch him in the head? Also, yes. East it's Coast so, Queen. It's, it's like a drunk DC. mess. It's Tatiana. Yeah, it's Tatiana. Oh, yeah, she said this, this queen sounds messy, honey. <laughs> Meh. See, I love I love being on Tatiana's TikToks. I mean, her Instagram. Tatiana cracks me up. She's all loves somebody have it. Trinity's always fighting. Tatiana always, always. I said, you know, text. I was like, oh my God, Trinity is always fighting people. <laughs> like fighting her followers. Like they are fighting all the time. And I see that one takes you to respond. Then I saw another one. I was like, oh my God, this is wild. Trinity the block. <laughs> Trinity the block. Trinity the block. Trinity the block. They call it now Trinity the Trinity the, tr- the the truck. That's her new name. Why is she a truck? <sighs> Okay, I've come to realization. Patty is she driving and I, a pickup or something? 
No, she just like very Trinity would like bull like for example Trinity, but it, we this is all in like the best way and like very funny. Like on the tour, like anytime they would say something, she was like, Girl, I'm not doing that. We are not good. We are you're not gonna have us in drag from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. No, ma'am, we're not doing that. Like she's she 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 kind of like steamrolls or bulldozes to like the the like the yeah. It's very she, it's very she funny. Ever it's very charming. The stuff she said she wasn't gonna do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that like but I will say uh, there is something about, about you. Do, I think we told us this story in the podcast before. Are, are you comfortable talking about it again? I don't know what you're talking about, so let's find. Let's find um, out. San Francisco to LA, like oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Doing that was that. very Bob. That's very Bob's energy. Well, the difference so is I didn't. Do, the difference is I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when she says it they'll be like okay sorry we'll find out and they'll find another way to do it so that does happen for sure well we should tell the story so what, if anyone who doesn't know um on, on the season eight promo tour which by the way we were the last season to actually get a promo tour we went on an eight city yeah, tour the last one. to watch our season in eight different cities and um between san francisco we, it was ending in los angeles and from sf to la they decided they wanted to um put us on a <clears throat> on a tour bus Oh, no, not a tour bus. Sorry, a party bus. Yes, from SF to LA, which is a <laughs> six-hour drive, y'all. Okay, um, they wanted us to be in drag the entire time and make a stop at a restaurant on the way. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm not, I'm not doing. I said, I'm not doing that. And then, um, and a couple other girls like, I don't want to do it either. So then, what I did was I drafted a letter. And I emailed it to all the girls, and I told everyone to to uh, send the email at the exact same time, so that we were all actually together, so they wouldn't know who it was coming from. So all the girls, except two girls, um, sent the email at the same time. Say their names. Say their names now, Bob. It's Bob. It's mad long. You can I, say. It. I have said their names a thousand times. I have never hidden their names. It was Chichi Devane and and Derek Barry. I have said their names over and over again. Oh yeah, you did say them last time. But when you yes. first, when you, on the first time you told them, I have, Bob, you, I have you didn't never tell not told the story. I'm telling you, before I before I have been telling the story for thousands. Well, of, the first six time years. I heard it, you did not say the names. You wouldn't tell me who the names were. The first not time true. I found out was Play on the, that issue. No, 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 no. I'm saying maybe not on the podcast. When you first told me, when you first told me this thing happened, when you first came back from doing your thing, you did, I mean, I'm talking about when you did the press, you didn't, you didn't tell me who it was. That's also not true, but go ahead. That is I, true. I know for a fact. When it, we, we have on this podcast proven over, I think, upwards and it of could a be thousand two million times. times. There's still be one that, time that, that I could that, be right. That you will just blatantly say things that are just based I on know for nothing. a fact. You did not tell me when, like, when it first happened. It was like, it was, you, you, tell, you, you telling me we in private. We real time. You telling me in private, I was like, but I won't tell you who, Monet. Yes. I, 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 Bob, at that time, yes. But also, I think you're also I beginning. Have, I, have, I have no interest in arguing this with you. Literally okay, none. Okay, then don't. I know that, that well, that's what happened. And it, it, it was later on you told me, and I was like, oh, work. I gagged. But in the, in the real time, you did not tell me in real time. No interest. <laughs> the um, phone charging sound. <laughs> that was Jacob. Jacob got something charging over there. It was a computer. Um, so what do oh, you? Oh, did you see what I sent you on TikTok? Mm, no. What did you send me? With Marlon Wayans. What is it? It's a video of Marlon Wayans. We'll play you. I think you should play it because when we play the TikToks in here, it's good because people who are who are listening can get the context. Um, it's a video of Marlon Wayans explaining why he would never do white chicks too. He's like, oh, I, I, saw, I, no. actually, I already saw that actually. Yeah. 
Um, and, 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 I, and I, when you, you I, and I, I were just, talking I just about, I happened to run across. I was like, I was like, oh, so you did drag? Okay, go. On. Oh, so you did drag? Pop off. No, it, no, Bob. It took them seven hours to get into the look. Seven hours. It is not, to, bitch. Who is taking? Who's besides Valentina? Valentina. I'm about to say besides Valentina, who also taking seven hours to get in drag? That is some, girl, some people do. That is insane to me. Girls who take that long to get in drag, I'm like, no. The Grinch, no. you know, Jim Carrey and the Grinch took I think nine to nine hours to get into full drag for his thing. I think that uh, Colin Farrell uh-uh. for uh, for the Batman, the also Penguin, took, yeah, the Batman, took, yeah, took like five hours to get. In, um, no, uh, Eddie Murphy did it for like seven different characters. I know. Well, hey, but also, what I was gonna say? Oh, um, they, also, it may be something about. I mean, I, I get it. Still takes a lot of time, but having just be able to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and literally fall asleep and let somebody put it on you—that is. That also must be way different than you sitting there every day, afraid that you're fucking up your makeup. But afraid. when I do prosthetics, I'm always so like nervous about I'm gonna fuck it up. I also, I mean, I've seen the White Chicks movie. I don't know. I I don't know what seven hours about this. I do. I and this is no shade. I do not know what about this drag is seven hours. Make well, that make fair, sense. Seven well, hours. To be fair, we don't do prosthetics, so we can't speak to to I've what their process is. I've worn prosthetics. We we have both have worn them, and you've worn but, them too. Yeah, but someone who is a professional makeup artist, I'm sure I've that had they professionals are... put prosthetics on me, and it's never taken seven hours. Ever. Well, listen, I, I I have put prosthetics on myself, and always when I do my own prosthetics, and it'll just be like something small, like a horn or like something on my nose or something. And that I seven I, hours. I, I buffer an hour just for that, so I can only imagine when it's like you didn't have multiple pieces, Vivian. Uh, I've seen Viv do prosthetics, and it looks like it's. And I, I can't speak to white chicks. Obviously, I'm not. A, again, I'm not a, a special special effects makeup artist. But when she does like different things, it take. She had to start like three hours before because it looks like one piece, but it's literally layered ones to give you the desired effect. So, I'm not a, a, a SF, SFX person, but I can imagine it, it does take that long. I don't know. Sure. That I, I, I obviously apparently it did take that long. I just don't get. It's, it's like when Valentina does her makeup. There's no reason it should take that long. There is an easier, softer way. It does not have to take that Valentina, long. Valentina is a unique case. But also, the reason why it takes us so long is because, like, y'all seen tutorials. Look at her. I mean, I've never seen her Cosmo one, so I don't know if it's that long. But Valentina will, like, she'll do her eyebrows, and she'll, like, paint them on, and she'll spend time. You know, y'all see how she has the little strokes? Each stroke in her eyebrows, she's like... And she'll like go over it. Like if she she just luxuriates and put makeup on. I guess she really loves the transformation process. Like that's her that's her thing that gets her off in drag. It's just, it's it's too it's too long. It it there's <laughs> it should not take that long. It should it not should take not. It, white chicks and the Grinch should not be the same amount of time. I mean, at first you wanted to abolish libraries, and now you want to now you want to abolish um, SFX makeup makeup artists. I don't know, Bob. T- take up your fight with the fucking with, with SAG. I don't know what, what you want me to say. If I can get a couple of makeup artists you. inside of an inside of a library and tear it down, that'd be really great. I know it fucking make you come. Yeah, while they're in there. <laughs> while they're in there. <laughs> what of it? Yeah, tear down the library while the SFX makeup artists are inside the library. What of it? And you're coming. Work. Um, Roberta, how you doing? Well, I just um I just uh got back from um Bloomington, Indiana and I was headlining the Limestone Comedy Festival. 
Um, I've had a really busy comedy couple of weeks. You know, I I, um, I was emceeing uh, Stand Out, um, which is a comedy mm-hmm. special that's going to be airing on Netflix on June 9th. So please go check out Work. Stand Out on Netflix on June 9th. Uh, Billy Eichner hosted and I emceed the show. Which, and again, what's the, what, so now that you did it, what was the difference? I don't know. I, I, he just got top billing. That's really the big <laughs> the big difference. Work. Yeah. Um, Work. And then, um, and then I did the Limestone Comedy Festival, which was really lovely and wonderful. Um, I did a couple other shows. I did uh, three shows at the uh, Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. So this year I've done I've done Moon Tower, Netflix is a Joke, um, and Limestone. This we love uh, that. Yeah, it's been really, it's felt really nice. Do you are you oh, having I did a one good other time? one too? Wow, damn son, fuck their fuck their comedy, fuck their laughs, Which, fuck their jokes, it, whichever one it was, fuck them. I'm sure damn. they understand. I'm sure they'll understand. Damn son, damn homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. I've done a couple of you know stand up uh, gigs uh, that weren't attached to any festivals. I actually did some stand up in Orlando to prepare for the Stand Out Festival out, out of drag, and it was a really interesting scenario. I went with uh, Marvin, uh, my friend Marvin from We're Here, mm-hmm. and it, it was just we were in Orlando. We were we were in Trump Town. We were in Trump Town. People were telling transphobic jokes and like uh, anti vax jokes and like. The FDC, I mean the the uh, the the FDC is no the FDA is bullshit jokes. I was like, this is very strange material. And how how did they react to your set? They like they, they, they thought I was very funny. Work. I mean, I I, I kind of leaned in though because it was like a lot of comedians up there like being like, man, my wife's driving me crazy. Like a lot of that shit. My fucking wife. So I got up and I put my purse down. And I was like, oh, my wife is like driving me crazy. And they, and they got a laugh, and they kind of broke the the mic. In fact, I'll tell you about it when we come back. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Attention, attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. All right, let's hit the first question. Right, right. Oh wait, I, I, I tell you, yeah, tell you about, anyway. I was going to ask oh, you because yeah. you're doing um, you're doing um, uh, just for laughs. I'm doing just for laughs. I'm very excited about that. Uh, yeah, I. If so, if you are listening to this, just for laughs is on May 26 in Vancouver. Um, I'm very excited about it. I have a, I have a really funny opener. Well, I saw her 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 stuff, and it's really great. I'm excited to be doing such, um, such a major uh, comedy festival. It's going to be very, very fun. Yeah, Just Laughs is probably the biggest comedy festival in the world, actually. Okay. Do you think, I guess because Netflix is so new, but I would think Netflix, would, like Netflix is a joke, would probably be the biggest, but it is, it is also their first year. Yeah, and Just for Laughs is like the most prestigious uh, comedy festival in the world. That's amazing. So congratulations. Thank you. Let's do some um, advice, shall we? Oh, work. Oh, did you have something to say about Just for Laughs? I had something to say and I completely forgot, so never mind. Hi, ladies. Um, so I'm Devin. I'm from Gainesville, Florida. Um, I work at Dave & Buster's, oh. and I'm a waiter there. So, you know, um, I see a lot of people come and go. But um, we got a new buster recently. He's this really cute guy. And, um, you know, from the first day, we kind of, like, hit it off and, you know, kind of were like flirty flirty and um i soon found out that he wasn't you know straight per se he didn't say he was like bisexual he just said he likes who he likes and um you know somebody asked him in my presence would he fuck me and he said yes and so you know obviously the boy likes me a lot right um the only problem <laughs> is, is he has a girlfriend and like when he brings her up he kind of is like oh yeah and then goes quiet probably because i <laughs> roll my eyes and look away but um so yeah like i kind of really like him but i don't know what to do about it because um i always go for the most unobtainable men you know what i mean you know i'm very pretty i look like a woman and um and yeah so you know <laughs> oh. even though i'm more of like a transvestite than anything um you know, guys tend to really like me. Anyway, thank you for listening to my question, girls. I hope you guys have a nice day. That was a <laughs> wild ride. That was that was a wild, wild ride. Girl, what is going on in this message? Oh my God. There is so much going on here. I need a shot. Do you want to take it away? You can start. Maybe you should take, maybe to... you take a shot of green apple syrup vodka. I don't have any with me. I normally do, but I don't have with me right now, which kind of sucks. Um, you know, that was very interesting. This, this honestly, this sounds messy. And mm-hmm. um, whether or not it's something. Okay, you're saying you like this guy, bitch. Are you trying to fuck or do you like this guy? If you like someone, stealing someone from someone else is always a bad sign. If they are willing to cheat on someone with you, they will cheat on you with someone. How you get them is how you lose them. 
So like if you're like if you're if you're if you're Mr. Still your girl, you know what I mean? If you're trying to mop up somebody's partner, that's that this sounds very messy. And I think that um if you're if you're just trying to fuck, then sure, fuck, but he can't he can't be that fucking hot. Just fuck somebody else. I mean, if you're gonna ruin someone's relationship, just fuck someone else. You know what I mean? It sounds like um there there's some sneaking around on his partner unless they're open. Mo? Bitch, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I, I thought you, you it's not like you just stopped mid sentence. You're like, unless they're open. I thought you were I didn't know you were done. I thought you were frozen or something. Um yeah, I this sounds very, very messy and you need to. I, I agree, Bob. You need to decide. Do you want to fuck this person, or are you trying to date this person? Like, and and you know, you need to make that very clear for yourself and with him. But also, if he wanted to, if, if you help this man cheat on his girlfriend with you, I mean, I just think again, that's a mess. This is this is someone involved with 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 like where you work at. I mean, I don't know his girlfriend, but now you're running the risk of his girlfriend coming coming to his job. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I've never experienced that or seen that in real life, but you, but you never know. People are, people get crazy. People do crazy shit. So I just think you're messing around with something at work. You can potentially lose your job over all of this nonsense. So just find somebody else, girl. Do not Ain't help this no man dick that good. you. Ain't no dick that good, baby. Not even, no. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is, that is the, that was mess town, honey. Ooh, Lord. And then Let's she's see. like, I look like a woman. I'm a transvestite. I was like, pop off, pussy hat. All right, here we go. <laughs> Play the next one. Hi there, Baba Monet. Um, I'm a 19-year-old transphobic person from Tucson, Arizona. You know, gotta love it. Um, I won't give you my name for my own safety because, um, believe it or not, I am met with hate here in this city. They do not love the dolls. They do not worship the dolls. Not, not one bit. Not at all. Um... I would just love your advice on how to meet new people specifically like for a relationship without having to deal with the apps. Because honestly, at this point it's getting exhausting on Grindr. It's all chasers on Tinder, whether or not I met with people who are looking for men or people who are looking for women, the people who are looking for women love me because not to be egotistical, I am a hot bitch, but, but they don't like trans people. And the people who are looking for men uh, are looking for men. And I'm not that. So I'm just kind of like, running in circles here it seems like like i'm not getting anywhere with anyone and i would just love to meet people in person and skip all that bullshit but like how can you know that you're going to be safe you know because i'm recorded everywhere i go here um so yeah i would just love your perspective on this i would love some advice on how to go to like be in adult spaces and feel safe um thanks so much signed femme bitch <laughs> did it say 19 or did i make that or was that someone else yeah i can't yeah, you know, you 19, 19 is tough because you can't go to the bars. Actually, I don't know. A lot of bars are are 18. Actually, you go first. I, I went first last time. Yeah, in small cities, you can often find bars that are 18, 18 and over. Um, small, I guess, not, not just small cities, big cities too. Um, so maybe I would try going out to a bar or some type of environment. If you're not like a big party person, I wouldn't go to a big party 18 over place to meet somebody. If you're like trying, maybe, because since, since you're trying to engage in more, of a relationship talk, like try to find lounges and stuff like that, 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 that would be more inducive to that kind of conversation. Um, and if you don't want to do the apps, bitch, I don't even know anymore. I mean, a lot of my trans friends in New York city, they will go to trans parties, like certain bar, like kind of like what Bob was saying, certain bars have trans nights 
or there are like specific trans events, um, um, trans events that they would go to to meet other to meet like minded people or, or um, you know, to find dates and to to meet someone romantically. But in 2022, apps are such a big way people meet people. I, I know you don't want to do the apps. I would recommend maybe try some that my trans friends have found success in. Um, Hinge, they say, and Bumble. Hinge and Bumble are the, the two big ones I hear of. Tinder, not so much. Badu. Um, Tinder, not so much. Um, Grinder, not so much. But those, those I've heard are for, are like romantically. You know, I, I, I hate to say this, but a lot of times, uh, queer people, especially trans people, um, yeah, we have to search further. We have to go further than uh, our straight cisgender counterparts to uh, find love. Or to find acceptance or to find community. So, you know, some people like in, you know, there was a point, there was a time in Mississippi where there was only one gay bar in the entire state of Mississippi, in the entire state. So people had to either go to Tennessee, Alabama, or to the, or, or Louisiana, or to the one gay bar in the entire state. And you have to just travel, travel further. You know what I mean? I, I find that there's a lot of people who are trans amorous or attracted to trans people who go to drag shows as well. Um, and you and, and it's it is not uncommon to find people in those spaces who are attracted to trans femmes, um, you know. And there there can be chasers, um, and I think that uh, sometimes you have to, uh, you know, maybe develop your own system of filtering out chasers. You know, I am I am not a trans femme, so I do not, I do not have this experience, um, and I don't fully know what it's like to to have that kind of experience but what i do know is that there are places i'm not sure what the, what the tucson area is like maybe you have to go to phoenix you know maybe you have to go to the next big city to pronounce phoenix to locate the things that you uh are looking for so that's an example that's an idea that i have and i also recommend ask some ask some trans women in your area you're 19 years old that's so young you're so young you know this is a very young age to, to try to find love you know, I mean, I think that also at 19, maybe just looking for some good, safe dick, some good, safe fun and find love later. <laughs> no, I, I don't agree with that. If you are looking for love, bitch, go look for your love. If you didn't know you, you're trying to dick everybody down, you, 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 you're looking for something romantic. Don't compromise. I, I'm, I'm not saying anything about comfort. I'm just saying, in my opinion, if you're 19, baby, sow your fucking wild oats. Go out there and have sex. Have sex, sex with a lot Not of everyone's people. Everyone's wild like us. Listen, okay, so you can tell everyone on the podcast to do drugs, but I can't tell folks to have sex. Okay, pop off, pussy hat. Let's 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 do the next. Wow. Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, my pronouns are they them, and I'm from Maryland. Um, I just wanted to know. Recently, I've been having a problem where I don't hear from my friends that often, and. I want to know if it's needy to ask for their attention or be like, because I'm normally the one to like text first and like stuff like that. But sometimes I want them to like want to talk to me or I want it to feel like they want to talk to me. So I don't, I stop texting first or I take a step back and then I don't hear from them for a long time. Am I being needy? Should I just continue to text first? Like, what do you think? Um, Sincerely, all by myself. You first. You know, I... Uh, the notion of feeling uncomfortable to tech to reach out to your friends uh, that's that sounds like a friendship that would be really stressful for me if i felt like i couldn't reach out to my friends and communicate with them without feeling insecure 
that would be very, very stressful. Um, and I would just be uncomfortable, you know? Um, it's kind of, it's, it's almost like, like dating, like, like, you know, people play games and they're dating and they'd be like, I'll wait until he texts me and then blah, blah, blah. But then you kind of mm-hmm. build your relationship on games and, 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 uh, manipulation. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I would just say, be open with your, be open about your feelings and be honest and say how you're feeling. And, and I think that your friend's reaction to how you resp- how your friend's response to you opening up about your feelings is uh, very telling. Yeah, I want to say it, I, I understand how hard it can be and how awkward it can be to be really honest and vulnerable with your friends, saying that you are feeling left out. So, like, I I get that completely. But I agree with Bob. I feel like if you are not the, the only way to tackle it and not have like a and not you know have it be as too weird is like just being honest about it. Like, hey, like what's the tea like why why am i only why am i always one reaching out like do y'all not want to like chat with me anymore like i i think like asking the questions that you want to know i feel is the best way to remedy be honest well i I don't know that i would lean in with maybe y'all don't want to chat with me anymore um i would maybe say stuff like you know i um i wish I i wish i heard from you more i really wish you would text me some more like i love talking to you so much and i wish you would text me some more because i just love getting texts from you. It feels really nice when you, when I get texts from you and I just, it like, it makes, it makes my day. It really makes my day as opposed to being like, what do you not want to talk to me? Well, I, I, I think, I think it's just having an, an honest and, an authentic real ex- like exchange with your friends. Like when I, when you and I have something, I don't come at you at a way to that. Like I, I ask the question that, that I'm feeling. I was like, Bob, so the, so Bob X Y Z, like one more day and then we talk it out. I don't like change up how I talk to make you, you know, to, because then I feel like I'm not being like super honest about my feelings. I'm trying to like beat around the answer. So I like t- telling you how I feel like in the moment, like how I, how it feels in my head. Well, that well for I, me, I, I think that we diff- always have positive reaction. I we think there's a difference reactions. between how you feel and then just and come in and saying like saying how you feel is like I like when you text me. I feel sad when you don't, and I would like more text from you. Now, when you say something like, "Do you not want to hang out with me?" That's not how you feel. That is just assuming someone's someone that's, else's that's how i feel that's no i would feel like if, oh if, so you don't if, if i, would I like, say so you don't want to if i say monet you're you're mad right now that's not how i feel that's me assuming how you feel I, yes i'm saying so so i would say i feel like you don't want to hang out with me anymore like that's how i feel like if i if if you don't if you don't text me anymore like we used to or if you do something i'm like so bob i feel like you don't want to hang out with me no more like like what's the tea like what's going on but again, we're 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 also just arguing semantics. How someone would how someone think, would address their friends? Actually, I think it's actually not semantics. I, I I think it is. It's it's I statements. It is literally I statements. And even though even though you say I at the beginning of a statement, it doesn't make it an I statement. So that's what what I'm suggesting is if someone goes into a situation just talking about their feelings, as opposed to, um, asking the other person what they're up to, um. It, it, it you, you I feel like you will probably have a much more positive outcome if you just mention your feelings as opposed to saying like making it like you don't want to hang out I'm, you don't want I feel like you don't want to hang out with me saying I yeah. saying, saying I feel before you assume someone else's uh actions and feelings doesn't make it an I statement and it doesn't make it about your feelings if I say I feel like you're grumpy I feel like you're in a bad mood that could put someone like why are you saying Instead, 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 you go. You know, instead of saying, "I feel like you're in a bad mood," um, 
you might say something like, "Oh, I, I, I see that you um, you, you responded really quickly to that to the thing I said. Like you responded really quickly, and and I, I that that didn't feel I mean, good to sure. me. Sure, I mean, different strokes for different folks. That's how I, in my experience of growing in this world, that's how I address my things, and I don't and I don't have meltdowns of people. I say that, and then we talk about it, and then we move on. So I never had. I, I don't have aggressive interactions when I address when I. Uh, approach people this way. I really don't. I I, I can't think of a time that. I, wait, yes, I can't think of a time that, that does You've not never mean that. one. I'm about to say just because I can't think of a time that doesn't that does not mean that it never happens. But typically, when I address situations with in in the way that I do, I do not. I'm I'm not. I, I don't be out here fighting with a lot of people. I really don't. Even when I met when when I met up with Tabisha Iman, I'm like I was like, hey girl, and we talked it out, and I made I statements about how I felt about it, and then we were, and then that was it. <laughs> I just feel like I've heard lots of stories about you fighting with people, and you're like, I just don't. I, I did not say do not fight like, with I people. I said I, do, I don't be. I don't be out of here, Bob. One of us fights with people all the time, and one of us doesn't. The difference is one and of us openly fact. acknowledge that we fight with people, and you're like, I've just never. You the one that said you the one that go on the Ooh, podcast and I say that argue with people. You literally you have made those statements for that. He's like, well, now you 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 have made those statements about me not fighting with people more than I have. You're obsessed with me not fighting with people. I, I, I'll, I'll wait for uh, Bob the Drag Queen videos to find the statements of me saying that you don't fight with people. I said I fight okay. people. I'm talking about what I do. I said I, I argue with people sometimes, but I'm not saying well, you don't fight. I, in fact, if anything, I talk about you. What I often talk about is you calling me heaving about how you tried to physically assault the guy who tried to scam you. At that was one situation. You look using the most all using the only is, situation that's ever that happened. I don't know how often I'm like, well, they oh, you talk about it a lot. How, how, how often are you already talking about it with you? Right, I, I've talked about it more than once. Yeah, and that's a lot working all the conversations we've had. Uh, but anyway, so what I'm saying is, you have gone this podcast. So you're like, well, everybody likes you. You're just nice. No, you 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 have gone on the record saying that on this podcast. It's okay, many times. there's a difference between saying everybody likes you and you don't fight with people. People like everybody yes, likes me and too. You've made, and you've made <laughs> both of these statements. Okay, well, I sure. What's our next uh, our next thing, Jacob? Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls has started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they serve millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's food. 
Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Next caller. Hey, Boba Manet. I'm Ellie. What the fuck? I'm Elias. I'm 19 and I'm from Sydney, Australia. And I want to ask you a question in regards to integrating yourself into a primarily straight community as someone who is queer and femme. Pretty much, I play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate competitively, and I used to play locally before COVID hit. And that's when I wasn't, like, truly being myself. I was trying to be as straight as possible. But now I've embraced the fam, and I want to reintegrate myself back into that community. But I, but knowing how toxic it is, I'm finding it rather difficult to do that. And so I want to ask, how do you integrate yourself back into, you know, primarily straight spaces? Also, I just want to say thank you. We're talking about ancient Mesopotamia as someone who is Assyrian in like how like I like this is pretty much one of the only bits of representation I've ever gotten and I find it so cute and I like to think that fucking Monet Asher projected back to the ancient Babylonian times and was talking to one of my ancestors and canoodling and all that all that jazz I love it bye <laughs> Yes, bitch. I was actually projecting, honey. I was going over all the, the lush fields and Mesopotamia. It was wild. Um, but let me tell you something. I have heard some so many people tell like bad gaming communities are. And I've I guess I've been I've been on gamer talk, whatever. And it's and it, it's like I feel like in the past week, like maybe six six videos of some girl being on game on like streaming their gaming thing, and them like, what? And her like owning everyone, like whether it be Overwatch or some or some Call of Duty game, and like how like the the fucking little kids, or sometimes probably grown up men, adults who fucking knows, they like go in on them. They're like, you stupid fucking bitch, cunt! I fucking hate you. Like they like they is so mean and so toxic. So I can only imagine how they are to um to to to, to feminine men. Um, and I mean honestly. It's tough because on one hand you just want to just play your game in peace and not people stigmatize you and be rude and nasty to you. But at the same time, you don't want to have to feel like you need to assimilate to make these people feel comfortable in in the gaming space because you, it's, it's it's as much yours as it is as it is theirs. But if your goal is to want to assimilate in some way, I really advise you not to. I really advise you to really just. But then who who am I to talk? I'm not part of it, so I I don't feel how how mean it is, but. I don't know. I wish I had to find ways to be as gay as fucking possible. Let them fucking eat that shit and just get so fucking good. You get you a fucking Kirby and mollywop these bitches. Bitch, play with Zelda. Play with fucking Princess Peach and make them feel fucking dumb. Get fucking, get get your little Palutena and get gather these hoes. That's my suggestion. I mean, I, I do not have, I, I don't know why you think I would be a person who would have advice on how to acclimate or assimilate into straight society because i have i I left and i i have not returned in a very long time i do not know i know very little about straight people i have no desire to assimilate in a straight culture 
I don't even do comedy clubs anymore. The only comedy, I mean, I do comedy clubs, but like only on gay nights. Like it's when I'm there. Like when normally when I go to comedy club, everyone's like, oh my God, this is the gayest night we've ever had here. Like it's never this gay and happy and wonderful here. And I, and I did tell a story at the beginning of this about how I was at a, a comedy club recently that was straight and it was a straight night. But I just, did, straight. I just did my my gay thing. I walked up with my purse. I made it. I opened up the set talking about how I was gay. And um, I just don't even I can't even imagine wanting to be around straight people for any reason, like any reason. Because the gaming community is so straight. It's like it's like it says so much of the community. But what about all the queer people? There's so many queer gamers. You and I both know this. There's tons of queer I, gamers. But I'm sure like, com- like, you know, the ratio of queer gamers to straight gamers is probably I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure there are a lot of straight ones. And maybe the queer ones are just are are, are afraid to be openly queer because they're because they're so fucking rude and nasty. Well, maybe what it is, I'm, I'm sure once you get into specialty uh, competitive leagues, you know, they're usually probably more niche and you're probably there's a chance that you're probably just too good for the niche leagues. And you're probably you have to be in, on the world stage and the biggest competitions, which which will include some some straight people. And, you know, there's lots of, uh, I can't say lots of, because I don't know a whole lot, but I know that one of the, like, top Mortal Kombat players in the world is a gay guy named Sonic, and he's a furry, Sonic Fox, and he's a and he's a furry, and he's, like... Is like, he still the best? Wasn't that, like, 2020? Is he still good? I'd say he's one of the top players in the world. I, I, I'm, I'm oh, sure word. I'm sure he's still very good at at, um, at Mortal Kombat. Well, Sonny, if you out there, I'll fuck you up with some um, Katana, bitch. Sonic, Sonic Fox. Oh, Sonic Fox. Um, and I, can't, I I have not checked on his uh, game plan in a while, but I'm sure he's still very talented when it comes to playing Mortal Kombat. Um, and he, you know he just really kind of leans into it, and he he doesn't um he doesn't seem to switch up what he's doing a whole lot. And I think there's a lot of strength in standing firm in who you are and being true to yourself. And you'll I, and I I really think you'll probably get more respect that way. I think about Mateo Lane, who is very much in the world of straight comedy, and he's just so himself, and he gets a lot of respect from every comedian I have ever met respects Mateo. Potato man. I love Potato. His show at the, the typewriter was so funny. He's a very, very funny person. Um, shall we do the next question? Hey, dolls. So I am 27 years old. I am gay and non-binary, and I am a professional chemist. Um, so I teach, I make a living teaching chemistry to college freshmen and doing biochemistry research. And lately, my family has become, you know, in the last five years, along with many other Americans, my family has become increasingly skeptical and dismissive of science, which has been incredibly frustrating for me as a scientist. Um, And so I find myself, I mean, I've been fighting with my family my whole life because they were very homophobic. Uh, So, you know, (laughs) ever since they found out I was gay in high school, there's just been nonstop fights. And finally, we were, you know, starting to get somewhere on the sexuality front. And now in the last five years, things have begun to deteriorate again as they have started to, you know, belittle and patronize not only my sexuality, but also now my profession. So I guess what I'm asking is like, what would you guys do if you were in my situation? Um, you know, do, do you think it's worth it to like keep to keep fighting and and trying to salvage these relationships, or should I just cut my losses and you know invest all that time and energy in my found family? Please help. Sincerely, another child left behind. You want to go first, my dear? I think you went first last time. I'm pretty sure, actually. Yeah, I went first last time. So oh. it's your turn. You know. This sounds really harsh, but like if you're a, if you're a literal scientist and you have a PhD in science and your like 
family, if I don't know what, if they're like accountants or like something that's not teachers or something that's not scientists, it, you really, in my opinion, you are probably wasting your time arguing with your family who's not scientists about science. They just don't, baby, they don't know what they're talking about. They do not know what they are talking about. And I understand when it comes to things like the vaccine, you can have a lot of fear for your family because you want what's best for them. And if you, you know, I have, I have a few anti-vaxxers in my family and you know, the ones who are anti-vaxxers, I just, uh, I was trying to make sure they weren't around my mother when she was, when, before she got vaccinated, um, or before she got fully vaccinated anyway. Um, and, or, and then when they released boosters, so I was doing all this stuff being like, I don't want you guys. I, and I was asking my mom to make sure they went around her. And as long as she was comfortable with that so, to keep herself safe. And I know that you can, you can fear for your family's safety, especially if they have comorbidities and they're anti-vaxxers. I mean, there was like a story of a guy who, um, who was on, who needed a kidney transplant. I don't know if you saw this. He needed a kidney transplant. And, um, but to get a transplant, you have to be vaccinated. And he, refused to get the vaccine for fear that it would make him sick so he just accepted his fate and was and died or was gonna die which is like they were like well you can't live without a kidney he's like i'm good i'd rather not get the vaccine i'd rather just go ahead and die and that is a level of um that's not even cognitive dissonance that is um i don't even know what that is that is where you put your um you're putting I, I I can't I don't even have words to describe someone's mentality like that. You know, I, I've had I've had arguments with people in my, in my family about vaccines and stuff, but I'm not even a scientist. If I was a scientist, I'd be like, we're not having this fucking conversation. You guys don't know what you're talking about. You just don't know what you're talking about. Period. Yeah, when you have friends and family that don't want to take the vaccine, it makes it very difficult. And you know, oh, sorry, and put you fair, weird... he, he did not say vaccine, or they they did not they did not say vaccine. They just said scientists, and I was equating it to the vaccine in my family yeah i mean yeah but when you when you have people in life who don't who choose not to believe science and you know obviously a lot of people who believe in religion who believe in religion fall into that it makes it very difficult to maintain relationships with them because you are just vibrating on a different level another frequency you have like done the groundwork to to, to learn about science and when people are like no because I just believe in whatever. It makes it very hard to to have a fucking conversation with them because you're like, are you an idiot? So um, I think it's just accepting that truth, knowing that, and letting that be what it is. And then from that, from there, you make a decision on how you want to interact with these people. And, you know, they're friends and family, so you love them. So you just kind of just take a deep breath, take a gulp, and move on. But it, 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 it is you have to make that active decision to be like, you know what? Fuck it. They're just an idiot and proceed with the relationship that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. As long as long as you think their actions are going to hurt you or or innocent people around them, to let them believe that you know, that 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 you know, the, the the earth, there's no evolution. Let them believe that. If it if it if it's not hurting anyone around you, then let them believe that. You know. I have a I have a question, which is sort of in line with this. So let's say there are children in your family, your family is very religious, and there are children in your family who you feel like are being indoctrinated. Um, is, do you feel like it's your, like, do you want to get them out of that? Do you feel like it's your responsibility to get them out of that? Like, how do you have that conversation about being like, hey, like, there are other um, 
there are other things like other what's the word other options besides yeah i i mean it, it is a parent to parents i mean when someone when someone has kids like they it is their parents they get to parent them how they want to like that's none of my business but I get to choose when they talk to me. I don't. Ha- I don't prescribe to that. So I have honest, honest conversations about about the way I live my life and how what that means to me. But as far as their parents go, it is their parents' responsibility to raise them and train them up how they want to. But they can't tell me how to talk to them. They can't tell me to 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 tell the kid about about Eshwa or Yahweh or Allah, or whatever. I don't have to do that. No, I'm telling them how I how I interact with the world, how I see the world. Yeah. No, the earth is not flat. The earth is round for me. Yeah, same. I um I I mean I I my family is religious and I I would never ever try to tell my niece and nephew I would tell my like my, my family I'm I'm here to be a part of my niece and nephew's life but I'm not I'm not raising them. I'm I'm not raising Camion and Nevea, you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not putting my values on them in that manner. I mean they, I'm 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 they're they're getting a, a hint of my values just by interacting with me and talking to me. But no, I I they're gonna. They're probably gonna. My niece and nephew are probably gonna be Christians because their family is Christian, or they might end up like me and not be Christian at all, and they'll find out in their own time. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you got the next one. Babe. Hey, Bob and Monet. So I wanted to get advice on makeup. For context, I'm a 27 year old cis gay man. Uh, I used to do basic foundation in college just to kind of clean up my complexion, but. Over the years, I've really wanted to get into more advanced stuff like eyeshadows, eyeliners, lips, kind of all of the things that go into doing makeup. Uh, And so I wondered if you had any tips for beginners. I know you guys are drag queens, so I'm sure you have some kind of funny stories of beginning drag makeup and doing it for the first time and trying to figure out what products and tools to use and just how to go about it. Um, So I would really love to hear what you guys have to say. Sincerely, ugly, busted bitch. Love you guys. Oh my god. What is this dance you're doing? Girl, don't be so hard on yourself. What is this what? dance you're doing? What is this dance you're doing? Just a dance. Ka, 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 ka. Do you see it? We announced a civil rivalry tour. Do you see that lovely I, I paid homage to you and posted a video of you dancing? Um, I did see the uh video. There was I was there was no dancing. It was literally just a costume reveal. I don't know I don't know if there was a dance move involved in it what 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 happened there i was taking off a costume why don't you tell what you think you saw there um i saw a bitch struggling a bitch gonna get her costume off as the fuck i saw interesting um in terms of (laughs) makeup um i guess one of the big things i would the three big things that I struggle with at, at, that I struggle with at the beginning. Number one is um, color matching. Like when you go to do a foundation, you have to be careful about how it looks in person, but also what it photographs like. When, when someone puts flash on, because you think sometimes you think you have the right color, oh my god, it matches me perfectly. But you take a picture and you are cast with a ghost. Okay, and you look crazy. So I would when you test your foundation, test it in in like normal light and with flash photography. Number two, you don't need to just because you see it online. You don't. Everyone does not need to do cream colored um, a contour. Cream color contour can go when you do co- cream color contour and powder, it can go real, real left, real fast. Because you did the you did the cream one, 
Then you go back on it, you do the come on again, and it just looks crazy. You, now you're fucking Skeletor. That's number two. And number three, how these bitches be getting colors to pop on their eyes is they use a primer or a concealer. You are not some white girl. And even so, even white girls do it too, if, it, if it's not super pigmented. You're not some white girl that can just walk up and pick up an eyeshadow palette and just put it on your bare skin and it shows up. Bitch, no, you are. Um, Wait, if, how, if do you are not, how do we know they're not white? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I this was the same way, but let me, <laughs> let me, let me give it to know vote. This might be the this might be Aiden Zane. This might be the palest <laughs> bitch on the internet. I felt it in my spirit. But anyway, so if you are a black queen, or also a lot of white queens too, because color sometimes colors just aren't super pigmented. If you want something to really show up on your eyelids for a foundation, I mean for an eyeshadow, you want to put either clown white down or your concealer color down first, and then put the color on top of that. That's how bitches be on here looking with like their shit be popping. You have to put a uh, primer first. A lot of people also use um, products in different places, and they're intended to to get a strong, vibrant eye. There's you'd be shocked at how many people actually put lipstick on their eyelids um, mm-hmm. because lipstick is just is super, super pigmented. It's meant to be super bold because usually, usually people do not put anything on. There's no primer or anything under your lipstick, so it ends up sticking out more. Um, so you'd be shocked how often people use lipstick for their eyebrows. Use uh use Use blush for their eyeshadow. Use, you know, people really be mm-hmm. moving shit around. Eyebrow pistols for the lips. People be moving shit all over the place. Um, also, um, the real tea is, baby, every, I mean, we can give you advice right now, but in my opinion, and for me in general, what works best is seeing it. And there are so many, so many tutorials from simple concealer to full on SFX clown makeup on the internet everything you want to on tiktok yeah everything on your phone, bitch. everything you want to find it is right there for you there's so many great products uh so many i mean there's everything from like uh liquid foundation to cream foundation to just a little bit of bare mineral maybe you maybe you're a bare minerals girl i have no clue you know what i mean it, it really de- depends on how made up you really want to look when you hit these streets like are you trying to look made up or are you trying to look a little dusted or are you trying to look make it look natty you know what i mean and even that, I also, also recommend one size. If you like Patrick Star on TikTok, does these little tutorials. Patrick Star does full coverage, glam, dragoon, something in the middle, like a uh, 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 um, influencer going out. Or Patrick Star sometimes also does just um, light. He goes in like uh, natural makeup. So, like Bob said, there are so many different ones. But Patrick Star does a lot of them on his TikTok, like all, pretty often. Now, what's your next stop? I'm here for a week and then I'm coming back to LA and then I'm doing my show, The Dynasty Typewriter, and then I'm doing Just for Last on 26. So, go Toronto, California, Vancouver, California, and then I'm doing a bunch oh, of little wow. cities all around the country. Yeah. I, you know, I just become Canadian. Must but let me nice. tell you, Canada, they're not fucking around. Canada, if you want to come into Canada, Canada is making you, Canada acting like it is March 2020 up in here. They are not playing games in Canada. I have some great trade in Toronto. I should get back to Toronto sometime soon. <laughs> do you want to? You want to drop his at? You may be advertising for him. I'll just, I'll DM. Okay. What are you? Where are you up to next? Uh, well, my, my next thing is I'm I'm shooting a music video on Thursday. I'll be shooting a music video by the time it's well, actually, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Depending on when you're listening to this, I y'all could be you could be listening to this in the year 2027. 
and, and I shot this video a long ass time ago. Um, no, then you'll be shooting it that Thursday as well. Yeah, every every Ooh. Thursday from now to the end of time. It's <laughs> whenever you're listening to this, Bob is doing a video. Yeah, on Thursday. every Thursday I, I'm, I'm shooting this video. Um, now I'm really excited about this. Um, this is probably my my biggest music video to date, for sure. Word. This is my biggest music video I've ever done. Are you excited? I am excited. Very nervous. My last big music video was was a uh, was yet another dig. And that one at the time yeah, felt day, like, I was like, this is insane. I cannot believe that I'm putting all, and the amount of work I'm putting into this, yet another dig ain't shit compared to the amount of work I'm putting into this video. So I'm very excited. I just interviewed Dex on The Plant-Based Way, and he talked about being on, on um, and they talked about being on yet another dig. And she was like, baby, it was when Bob was first learning things. Honey, we have no trailer. Bob had us out in the desert. We all, I mean, He's all like, three of us. There honey. was no, no one had a trailer. We were all three of us. It was me, Dipper, and Dex in the. Ah, uh, he said, he said, he said, you, he said you had one. No, I did not have a trailer. I absolutely did not have a trailer. A trailer? Okay. Girl, I did not have a trailer. We were in the desert. Uh, all of us rolled over there in, uh, in uh, Assad's Range Rover. <laughs> it got out of Assad's Range Rover and then stood in the middle of the desert and then started dancing. We were in um we were in a church. I don't think Dix was in the church and we were in a school. So we were we were I think we were rehearsed in this this uh school, which we staged to look like a um a church. It was actually an old school, but like an old, old school. Um but no, I certainly have I have I have never in my life rented a trailer. Not even once. Hmm. Okay. I definitely get a text to let me know the royalty on that. Have a good day, money. Bye, Bob. Goodbye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.